It's a special one today, folks, as Boston Bruins winger Brad Marchand joins me here on Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be. It's a very special episode today as I am joined by Stanley Cup champion, two-time World Junior Championship winner, World Championship gold medalist, World Cup winner, elite winger, and elite tweeter, Brad Marchand. What a joy it was to sit down and chat with him for a little bit as the Bruins get ready to begin a West Coast road trip in Seattle. I hope you enjoy this chat as much as I did. Just a quick reminder that the podcast is free and available on your favorite podcast app as well as on YouTube. So please do hit that subscribe button so that you don't miss a thing leading up to the March 3rd trade deadline. Tell a friend specifically about this episode. You can find the podcast on Twitter, Instagram, at LockedNHLBruins. And you can find me, my dad jokes, and hockey tweets. And sometimes a reply from Brad Marchand, at Ian C. McLaren. Let's not waste any more time. Let's get right into this chat with Boston Bruins winger Brad Marchand. It is an absolute pleasure to welcome today's guest uh, to the podcast. Really needs no introduction, but uh, here we go. He's a Stanley Cup champion. He's the the fourth member of the 2011 team to appear on Locked on Bruins, uh, the first active Bruin, and he is elite both on and off the ice. And again, it's such a a pleasure, an honor to welcome Brad Marchand to uh, Locked On Boston Bruins. Uh, how's it going, Brad? I'm I'm great. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Who's the other three that you've had on? Well, I've had uh, Rich Peverly on a couple times. Okay. Uh, I'm located in Guelph, Ontario, and he gotcha. uh, we bumped into each other a few times at the rink. Yeah. Uh, who else? Adam McQuaid came on. Oh yeah, that tall and, drink of water. Uh, Sean Thornton came on. Yeah. Who, awesome. Uh, yeah. So that was. I mean, all all great stuff, and uh, I mean, I guess we can start right there. 2011, you were pretty young when uh, you won the Stanley yep. Cup. Yeah. How? Uh, first of all, how are the like? I know the bonds from that squad are st- are still pretty strong among the guys. Yeah. We saw that on the the Zoom during COVID. Uh, I know from hearing from those guys. Uh, there's like a group chat. I think that still yeah. goes on from that, uh, from that group. How, how yeah. tight does that group stay? That yeah, we, stay? Have a, we have a great group. We we've stayed really connected. Um, you know, a bunch of guys are, are still involved in hockey. So we see each other relatively frequently around the arena still. So, uh, and, and like I said, still in the group chat. Um, but yeah, we have a great bond. We had, we had a ton of fun that year, uh, mm. fun after we won. And I just think when you go, well, it's just, known when you go through something like that as a group and and you win together that's a bond that 
you can't replicate with with other people i mean right know what we all went through and um we had to battle through and and to overcome it all um you just again you just you'll have that forever and, and that's mm-hmm. kind of we have that group we have we have an unbreakable bond that uh you know we'll always get along we'll always really enjoy getting together um you know and we and like i said we have a ton of fun we, mm-hmm. we I mean, everyone is all over each other we're like a bunch of big kids and and it's it's a good time yeah i mean i could talk about that whole run that team for for yeah. hours that was yeah as a fan, that was obviously the highlight of, of my life, uh, watching the team. I'm interested having one kind of so early in your career, you've all, you've kind of aged like yeah. a fine wine as a player, getting better. There's opportunities that have come 2013, 2019. Does having one so early, I'm imagining I know the answer, but I wouldn't expect that it kind of dulls the hunger for another cup at, at some point in the career. No, yeah, you know what? I think it actually. I mean, everybody's different, but for myself, I think what it did is, it really drives me more because mm-hmm. I know, um, you know how incredible it is at the end of the day once you do win, right. and I, what I what I say to I've said this a lot throughout my career now is I wish that I knew how difficult it was to mm-hmm. win when we won. Because I kind of took it for granted, you know, like you win that early, you're like, oh, this is going to happen again. It's just, <laughs> right. you know what I mean? But then once you go through it and you realize how long it takes to build a really good team, how many things need to line up, how healthy everybody needs. Yeah. You need the right balances. You need the right calls from the referees. Like there's so many things that need to line up perfectly. Um, and And it's just... I mean, you see it. It happens to one team every year. Your odds are so slim every year, and yeah, like with and then on on the backside of that, you never know how long your career is going to be. So it's like I, I took it for granted, and and now I don't because I know how mm. difficult. I mean, I see, you know, also I'm getting older. There's there's an end in date for my career, and like I I, I now like it that propels me more than anything. Right, to, right, right. You know, to want to give up anything to win again, and and. Uh, which also makes what we have this year so special is that mm-hmm. it does take, you know, it, it's such a unique opportunity and, and uh, you want to make the most of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was going to touch on this maybe in a bit, but since you're on that topic, it, it makes me think of, yeah, how good this team has been so far this season. Uh, you know, the wins record is in, on the horizon it could happen and also kind of the whole president's trophy curse thing but it seems to me that it's like you can't even compare regular season success to the playoffs because it's almost like it's just a completely different beast it seems like two kind of totally different it all leads into the the you have to be successful in the regular season to make the playoffs obviously but once you get there it just it seems like a completely different uh completely different ball game. Does the president's trophy mean something to you guys? And um, how does that kind of translate into the goals you have for, for the postseason? President's trophy means nothing. It, it literally <laughs> doesn't mean anything. And, and, and I say that because the, well, I shouldn't say it means nothing. The only thing it means <laughs> is that you get home ice advantage. And, right. and other than that, yep. we could care less. Yeah. Because 
at the end of the day, and I and I said this, I've said this multiple times here. If you go through all the things that we could potentially accomplish this year in the regular season, and we yeah. broke ten records, if you look back and you ask any anybody on our team who had those records before us, nobody would know because nobody right. cares. It, yeah. it, regular season doesn't mean anything other than getting you an opportunity to win a cup, and that's why we all play. We don't play for the regular season. We plan to try to win a cup. And to have a seat in the dance, it doesn't matter if you're first or eighth seed. You're all starting all over again. And the thing is, in playoffs, some teams match up better than others against top two. You see that against Columbus a few years ago when Tampa won. Right. And you see it every year. Some, you know, the seventh, sixth, seventh, eighth team team will always, there will always be a team in each conference that gets through that shouldn't based on the standings. And that's why Mm -hmm. I just, it really doesn't matter. It just get you a seat in the dance. And then once you're there, I mean, then guys um, compete levels go through the roof and that's why mm-hmm. injuries can happen. And, and again, you could just match up poorly against a certain team and you could match up phenomenal against a certain team and get right. bad roughing. Like there's so many different things that play into it. Bad balances like that. It just, you got to get there. So right. we don't care about the right, the president's trophy other than getting home ice advantage. Other than right. that, it's about building our game, trying to get better for the playoffs and, and, you know, teams that we're going to see there and just making sure we're prepared and we're accountable for when that time comes. But yeah, other than that, like, I don't want to hear about the records that we could break. Cause I don't care. And I don't right, want right, to, right. I don't like, I don't even, I don't even know what record we made earlier this year. <laughs> I, I really don't like, I just, it doesn't mean. So, yeah. 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 That's how we feel. Yeah, I mean, it makes. I mean, home ice advantage wasn't in play the last time you guys did win the President's Trophy because it was the bubble and all that. But yeah. even then, with seeding, the fact even when you guys finished first, you still had to play those kind of playing games, and you ended up being like the fourth seed going into the playoffs. So yeah, <laughs> that was a weird year, was, obviously. Yeah, but obviously, still, yeah, a lot of things happened at that yeah. time, and um, nobody could have predicted what was going to happen. Um, you know, just people's lives are completely turned upside yeah. down. So the fact that we're even playing was incredible. And uh, we were very, very fortunate uh, for what we were able to do. A lot of places, mm-hmm. a lot of people were out of jobs and homes. And so we were very fortunate. We can't, cannot complain for one second about what for we sure. were doing in that, in that bubble. Yeah, it wasn't the most ideal situation, but uh, we were fine. Stepping away from today's chat with Brad Marchand here for a moment. To let you know about today's sponsor, FanDuel Sportsbook. It's the midway point of the NBA season, and now's the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. New customers get a no-sweat first bet of up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Download FanDuel Sportsbook app today. It's safe and secure, super easy to use. And you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drain. FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. Don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet of up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Yeah. Now... Looking at this team again this season, you know, a lot of people coming in thought these Bruins would be uh, pretty good. Some people thought you guys might struggle to make the playoffs because of your injury to begin the season. Charlie McAvoy on the sidelines. 
I don't know if anybody expected you guys to be this good. Uh, is there a single reason do you think for it, or is it just like a, a secret sauce of new coach, new system, the goaltending's been unreal. Yeah. You're getting contributions up and down the lineup, the leadership core, just all that put together. Yeah. I mean, I think you touched on it all. Um, you know, when you have the depth that we have, um, you know, we have two of the best defensemen in the world on the back end. Um, you know, that was probably one of the best trades ever made. <laughs> you know, yeah. made in the last little while was getting mm-hmm. Lindy uh, and then signing to the deal to sign him too. So having those two guys back there to, to lead our decor. And then mm-hmm. with Forby playing how phenomenal he is right now, Clifton stepping up, went to a whole different level this year with his game. Absolutely. Carlo back to playing the way that he uh, had played the first, you know, while in his career. And then Grizzy uh, is healthy again. Mm-hmm. So our decor is incredible. Omar came out of the gate, just absolutely playing unbelievable. And then yeah. front, you have guys that have taken huge strides this year. Uh, we got Greer in that adds a ton of depth. Felino's healthy again this year. Um, Frederick has stepped up and played really well. Mm-hmm. Um, Jake is in a much better place mentally and, and playing great. Then you had bringing mm-hmm. Zaka, um, who yeah. has a ton of depth. Phenomenal two-way player. Krejci coming back fills a huge void. So we just have a ton of depth. Um and and it's not like you don't watch our games say that we that we dominate every night. That's not how we win. We win because we we play our system all the way through. And then Monty coming in with the coaching staff, um, bringing the whole you know like the whole new aura, uh, you know, with the coaching staff this year and and guys having a, a fresh start. Sometimes that's what you need. Unfortunately, in the game, having a fresh start sometimes just it gets everybody like back to ground zero and, and then yeah. you start building again. And that's kind of what happened. Um, he, he's very good at keeping guys accountable, uh, very positive for the young guys and stuff like that. And then, um, it just all clicked. And, and again, that's what I mean by to win. You need things to click is now that's part of it. And, and we have seen part of that happen, but like I said, we're not dominating games. We're just, we're finding ways to win. We chip away, chip away. And then we're able to find a way to capitalize late in games to, to win and, mm-hmm. uh, or hold teams off when we have the lead and, uh, you know, it's just, it's been good, but again, that's something we need to continue to work on. Mm-hmm. Now you, uh, personally, obviously you started the season, uh, sidelined double hip surgery, which, uh, you know, seems like no joke for sure. And, um, how are you feeling personally? You feeling kind of back on top of your game? Is it still a work in progress or no, again, there uh, it's tough. Um, yeah, I came, I probably came back. <laughs> I almost felt like I had something to prove to get back early and, <laughs> and uh, I probably came back a little bit earlier than I should have, but I, I, I f- kind of felt that, you know, the later I, I waited, the longer it would take me to get back to my game. Right. And I was just more worried about building towards playoffs. Like as long as I'm feeling, you know, I top my game come playoff time, then I'll be happy with, with right. making the decision to, to get the surgery. And um, I don't feel like I'm quite there yet. I, it's, it's very difficult to make a, a six month game during the season um you know like those guys are all six months ahead of me uh Mm -hmm. to start the season so to make that gain while you're playing is tough and it takes time and something i'll just chip away at until um the playoffs and and again i knew that coming into it but um for longevity wise for my career is the best decision i could have made and um 
you know, that was one of the first things the doctor said to me after I, I, I did it was, you're lucky you did it now, otherwise you'd be done in a year or two. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, so it was it was very reassuring that that I did do both. And, um, you know, it would because that was the whole point, like I said, is I was trying to push my career off another three, four years, five years, whatever I could. Um, right. And uh, that was the time to do it. So, yeah, it's uh, good timing um, and uh, getting back there. And it makes made it very easy to to um, to take that time to sit out and, and recover when the team was winning and doing well. Yeah. Same with Chucky and Grizz too, and uh, but you know our training staff did a phenomenal job at pushing us where they could, and uh, they put a great plan in place, and and we just followed that, and and uh, um, so if if we didn't have the group off the ice that we did to to push us and put the plan in place, it probably wouldn't happen that we all got back early. But uh, those guys did an incredible job, and and were able to make it happen. Yeah, I know uh, Jake. When he was hurt, he was in the booth <laughs> one night. And he was talking about just, yeah, how fun it was to, obviously you missed being out there, but fun it was to watch this team uh, right now. So uh, pretty, pretty incredible. Um, yeah. Just a couple more things here before we wrap up. I know you're in Seattle right now. You guys are getting ready to take on uh, the Kraken. Safe to say that, say, looking at the 2025 All-Star game, Seattle would be your preferred choice between uh, Seattle, Edmonton, Detroit has the, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, Seattle actually has, uh, incredible views out here. Um, beautiful, uh, mountains and waters, not many places where you get that. Um, it, uh, I mean, obviously everybody got a little fired up there in my comments. I'm just saying what everyone else <laughs> already knows. Uh, but no, it, it, I was just playing around. I mean, everything, every city has, uh, pros and cons to it. Edmonton has phenomenal hunting, so I'll never put down Edmonton for that. Love going out there for that. Um, Seattle has beautiful views. Detroit, uh, Detroit's close to Canada, so that's yeah. great. Um, so uh, a lot of fans that obviously come down uh, for that. But I just the whole the whole thing behind that was when you're when you're having, I mean, if you really want the top guys to go every year and you want them to be involved, then you mm-hmm. got to is where they want to be nobody wants to go to edmonton in the middle of winter right 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 Right, like when you know you have it in places like florida national vegas um out in la like those cities guys want to be there they right everybody because everybody wants to go on vacation in that time of year like you're getting a break get to spend some time with your family um and no one's family wants to come up there on you know it's just it's (laughs) you don't like it that's just but it's the truth and so that's just the best way if you want to get the the top guys to go and enjoy it and actually want to be there then put it in places where they actually want to go and be and um you know then guys will guys will go yeah i mean uh i even took the break to go on vacation uh when you guys were off so that was really handy um speaking of social media you know you've responded to a couple of my tweets all in good fun which is uh which is great thanks for going relatively easy on me uh do you like, what's the balance there between showing some personality, not wanting to stir the pot too much? Is it something you really think about, or is it just kind of... No, I really don't care. I mean, yeah, I think that I'm going to go on and, and say things that... Listen, what I don't think I say anything that a lot of people don't think. It's just, I don't care if people, if there's backlash, that people yeah. don't like what I say. I mean, if you don't like it, that, that's, that's part of it. And you, that's unfortunately just what society has now become where you can't say anything because it's going to hate on you for no matter what. (laughs) Everything I say, a majority of things 
I'm joking about and I'm just right. having a good time. And I'm like, it's, it's, it's all in light fun and, and whether people want to make it serious and that's on them, but I'm on there to have a joke and laugh. And if, if people want to take it serious and they can, it's like this all-star thing. Like I'm joking around when I say that right, stuff. Right, right. Is there a little bit of truth to it? Yeah. There's a little bit of truth <laughs> to anything anybody says, but you know, everybody takes it like it's, it's live or die. And it, there, there doesn't need to be a, a line in the sand. It can just, yeah. let's just have some fun and joke around and, and move on. It's not a big deal. Love it. Now, uh, one last thing before I let you go, you are partnering with uh, twisted tea. They have a new NHL inspired flavor, frozen cherry features, the NHL logo and a hockey sweater on the can. Perfect. Uh, for drinking out of a big silver cup in the summer, <laughs> you would, uh, you would think, why are you excited about this partnership? Yeah. What do people need to know about, uh, about the new frozen cherry. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it, it was one I was excited about when it popped up the opportunity. Um, it is uh, summertime and stuff like that. That's it's my favorite drink to go to. I was introduced to it back probably ten years ago. It was actually at Luchik's house uh, at the year end party, um, and uh, fell in love with it. I've, I've loved it ever since. It's like I said, it's the drink. It, well, I don't drink often. But when I do, that's that's what I'm going for. And then um, you know we partnered up, and they uh, they brought out the the, the twist tea frozen cherry um you know that's just a whole new cherry on top it uh incredible <laughs> flavor i you know i really enjoyed it i uh, brought it home my wife enjoyed it as well so uh definitely gonna fill the fridge with that and uh, enjoy it this summer perfect perfect for uh parties late june into july hopefully hopefully sure. yes well uh time will tell but we're hoping now, one last thing. We're talking about cold drinks. I need a hot take for you. You guys have rocked a couple different looks this uh, this season. Are you team Pooh Bear or are you team uh, affectionately known as, well, we'll call them Crazy Bear. I, I don't know how the organization uh, refers to Which one's guys, the Pooh Bear? Uh, Do you have another Pooh Bear? Pooh Bear is the one on the reverse retro that you guys have this yeah, season. Yeah, I like that one. You like I that like one? I like that one better. And then you, this was the winter classic look. The reverse ret- retro from last season. Yeah, I like the I like the other one better. There you go. That's official. Yeah. That that's going to uh that's gonna cause some debates. <laughs> All right. Well, uh thank you so much, Brad, for Thanks, taking bud. the time again. Good luck in Seattle tomorrow night. Good luck uh the rest of the way. And I appreciate uh, it. Appreciate it very much. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it, pal. No problem. Take care. All right, see you, man. See ya. All right, that uh, that was amazing. Thank you so much to Brad Marchand for jumping on. Uh, thanks to those behind the scenes who helped it set up. And I uh, hope you enjoyed that chat. Bruins, Seattle Kraken tonight. Um, looking forward to it. Hopefully a win. Hopefully a lot more wins to come. All right, friends, that was crazy. Hope you have a great uh, day. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. We'll talk to you again here on Locked On Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day.